that's, um, that's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find us. Uh, you can find us. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners. Hey, it's Jeremy. Hey, you found me. <laughs> I'm, I'm back at Dynasty Madman. I sounded way more excited than you did. Uh, and Shane Manila. <laughs> hey, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've. Oh my gosh, I don't know. You know, normally we never talk that much before the show, but I think, what would we be talking, like 40 minutes already before the show? Shane Wait, was long. Happen, I yeah. wish we would have just hit record and released that as the episode, to be honest with you. I don't care if we didn't talk about fantasy football. <laughs> we said that's the episode. Right, I like how Shane's like way too long. Jeremy and I both know that you were pushing to let's go, let's go, let's go. So, hey, look, there is a lot of shit going on in football, but... Jeremy, did you have a nice family situation and everything, and you didn't get to come with us to Expo, and, but everything good? Yeah, it was a bummer. I couldn't go with you guys to Canton to the FF Expo, but yeah, um, had a good vacation with my family, hung out with my mom for a week, hadn't seen her in a long, long time. So um, yeah, man, it was really good. And um, you know, we had good weather and all of that, uh, but, I, but I miss you guys, man. It would have been cool if I could have done both things, but you know, that's yeah. not how it works sometimes. Glad you guys had a good time, and I will be there with you next year yeah and they're gonna they're definitely doing it next year so that's cool and and i think shane we were talking about it we'll we'll do like a special thing with the patrons and we'll talk about a bunch of shit that happened uh, me and greg did a bunch of special stuff together that sounded really <laughs> awkward me and greggles uh me and greggles hung out a lot on oh. friday night friday night or saturday night it was I, friday I it was night friday it was friday night because that was the night i went to bed early jeremy i went to bed early i didn't mean yeah. to but i just happened there's to. no way oh so you were so tired you just went to take a nap and well, never woke back up being out of town every single weekend it really hit yeah. me but uh but yeah no shane that was friday well no and saturday too we went out with him on saturday too yeah so. i did a lot of drinking with uh <laughs> our patron buddy of ours greggles um we got to hang out and drink with nick um Very sean cool. Um, a lot, of, really, a lot of people. But anyway, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to digress. No um, worries. And we got we ha- a lot of football stuff. A lot of football stuff is happening, guys. We do. But wait, one second. The last thing, also, Jeremy was, yeah, we had a great time at Dynasty Riches, the Dynasty Nerds place, their house, and we recorded something. Everybody that was there recorded a little bit with him, um, and they are nice. releasing it in pieces. So for Dynasty Trades HQ, it was released last night. Uh, they released a YouTube video. <laughs> Of, I will check of, it out. Of Shane and I <laughs> on the show, but also we've got and the audio. Hot cakes. Yeah, so we went we went spicy. You know what I mean? This wasn't from love. Oh, no. And just real quick, I want to make one correction. It's not the Dynasty Nerds house. Uh-huh. Like literally, Rich and his family live there. Not like right. You know, I, I, but, no, I know that. But he built that awesome studio downstairs, I know, I, and they record together. Unlike yeah, yeah. us, that never yeah, yeah. really get to record yeah. together. Even just, when, even. We you just made to- it sound like they all live there. Like there's a compound. There's like Garrett Price lives in the, the you know. The, uh, <laughs> well, maybe they mother, do. Mother in law suite. <laughs> But no, I mean, look, it, it was it was cool. It's cool if we were able to be able to be in the same studio every single weekend. Or yes. I don't know, maybe it wouldn't be cool. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, could you imagine how many fist fights we would have had over but, the years if we were in the same studio? But what I was trying to say was go check them out on their YouTube channel. But also for our patrons, they sent us the audio for it. So we're going to release that as a Patreon exclusive for Very our cool. patrons to hear the audio. Hey, that, that's where I was going with that. 
And if you're not a patron, I'll just get this out of the way now. We don't have to bring it up later. Yeah, but you should be a patron. I mean, should be. just this week you had one, two, three. You've had three articles dropped um, this week if you're a patron. Um, <laughs> I like how prior you, to the expo, three. I wasn't. There's three of them. He had to count it on his fingers. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> well, prior to the expo, I wasn't sure if I wanted to continue writing. Um, after the expo. I came back like with a vengeance and rejuvenated. Uh, yeah, rejuvenated and wanted to write. And I thought, well, who better than our patrons um, to get those writings and those musings? So we got some draft strategy. We've got some running back stuff. It's a bunch of good stuff. Go check that out if you're a patron. If you're not a patron, become a patron because it's better when you're a patron because you get the group meet chat, you get the exclusive content, and uh, you get swag. So, yeah, they that. get they get different stickers than we gave out at the expo. Yeah. I yeah. was going to make a joke and then I thought maybe not, but I was wondering, do you think more pe- more people read your articles as patrons than when we used to work for that old website? Yes, yes. <laughs> I saw the, I saw the news. <laughs> All right. So, hey, listen. So, we, we do have some news and stuff. But before we get to the news, why don't you tell everybody about Underdog Fantasy? Underdogfantasy.com. <laughs> Go sign up using promo codes TRADEHQ. Um, if you've got a home draft coming up, which you probably do, right? I'd suggest you go on Underdog, um, pay $3, and use that bad boy as a mock draft. Because um, at least if you file, buy you know, buy into one of their $3 leagues, you do some drafting, you could win some money, one. Two, you know everyone gives a shit about the draft. As opposed to, you know, I'm not going to mention any sites, but like when you do an ESPN <laughs> mock draft and half the room is auto picking after round three and the other half is my grandma, um, you know, you're just not going to get the same level. It's not going to be the quality. So go join underdog uh, fantasy.com. Use promo code trades HQ. Awesome. So look, you always make these comments when we talk about some of the top news stories. You always say, well, everybody already talked about him. But, you know, the top story we have here is this. Travis Etienne story. Yeah. <laughs> so more. And, but, but I mean, like so much comes out of this one injury and there was so much that happened even in our group me chat and with you, I saw you did a lot of trades and everything. <laughs> I People can't see you, but you're da- dashing around and everything. But so, so that's our top story here. And we have a lot of trades involved in that, too. Do you want to talk about the story? Or do you want to talk about the trades? I mean, the story, everybody knows the story at this point, but we'll just give a brief, brief, brief recap. Uh, Travis Etienne, unfortunately, suffered a Liz Frank sprain. Um, uh, it's pretty bad uh, injury. Um, if you don't know what it is, go look it up. There's some, as with most things, if you go on Twitter, you could find something that tells you whatever you want <laughs> it to say. So either he'll come back fine in a year and a half or in a year, or he's never going to be the same again. I care about it more from a value perspective and from the fact that um, his range of outcomes now is, has to include that he will never be the player that we thought he was going to be, right? He's obviously not going to play in his rookie year. Um, he's coming back from a significant injury that could hamper him next year. Um, it also gives James Robinson another year um, and his first year with the coaching staff to go, hey, guys, I'm actually really good at football. Maybe <laughs> yeah, still, you shouldn't, good. Yeah, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have tra- drafted this Travis Etienne kid, but it's okay because I'm still here and my contract's really cheap so you can keep us both. But I'm really good, so you should, at worst, give me half the workload. 
Well, you. Um, so those are my concerns. You also brought it up a couple weeks ago too. Was it when Cam Akers went down, and when all these guys go down, these running backs, and then they're not going to play for a whole year? You were already ready to go. To go, you know, you're ready to get out of there. So yeah. I, I know in all five of our Patreon chats. Uh, all five of the the HQ leagues, you you posted the same text in all five of them. Uh, Etienne for any first round pick, you mm-hmm. know. So is that what you were doing? Uh, yeah, yeah. That was um that was pretty much my motto in every league. I put that in every patron chat that I own them in. Um, three of the five leagues, I put that in maybe five or six, excuse me, own roster. I'm in, um, I put five or six, uh, I put that same message in five and six other group me chats, um, said, Hey, anybody wants ETN trade me a first, he's all yours. So, uh, I, for the most part that that's what I pulled off. There's one trade I made that felt pretty good at the time. <laughs> it didn't even feel good at the time. I'm not going to lie to you, but it felt, it felt like it made sense at the time. And then literally the next day, something happened to make me feel less good about it, but we'll get into that later. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I traded ETN in, let's see here. Do, 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 got a lot of show sheet stuff. Got trade one, two, three. I traded him in, I didn't put them all in here, but I traded him in five leagues. And I got rookie first round draft picks in four of those. Um, I got a couple 2022 firsts in, you know, two of our super flex leagues. And I got a 2023 first in another super flex league. And then I had another trade where I didn't do as well. But yeah, that, that was my motto. If I could get any first uh, for Travis Etienne, I'll reset the clock. We'll try this again in 2022 with a different player or, you know, I'll use the pick if my team's this, you know, decent this year and I'll, I'll use the pick on to trade for another asset during the season. Jeremy, what about you? You know, I, I don't have any shares of him because we've talked about it before. I traded out of most of my leagues this year, so I didn't really have any upper first round picks. But did you have him in any leagues and or, or are you concerned about him? Did you get rid of him like chained it or yeah, what did you I, do? I do? I do have him in, in several leagues. Um, I was always high on Travis Etienne and, you know, his stock dropped a little bit. But I am with James Robinson. What he what he's thinking now, and that's that the Jacksonville Jaguars should have taken an offensive lineman because um, they already had a running back, um, Urban Meyer. Shame on you! But um, I did I did trade him away, and I oh, traded him too. in a Devi. Yeah, I traded him in a Devi fourth round. Uh, well, it's a fourth round pick. That's a Devi pick, fourth rounder. Um, but that's meaningless um, in in the in the scheme of things. But it's a Devi pick plus ETN for Aaron Jones, and it's a best ball dynasty league. So. And I have a very competitive team, and um, I go back to you know win now. And honestly, I'd rather have Aaron Jones, I think, anyway. But um, <laughs> I was just going to uh, say, even without it, I'd rather have Aaron yeah. Jones and the Devi pick. And I don't even give a shit about Devi picks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, prior, I gave prior- well, I gave the Devi pick an ETN, but I mean, even either way, I was like, that's disposable. I I think I'd prefer Aaron Jones. I mean, um, o- over ETN, like just you know, in in most leagues, I don't see why you wouldn't. Um, you know, if you're a win now team. So it worked in my favor and it worked, you know, for the other team too, because they have a, a younger roster and can afford to wait a year. And, and I think ETN's a great back, but like Shane, I think he did well in getting a first, but for me, it's a little different than Cam Akers. I think ETN's a, a superior back to, to Cam Akers. So uh, it's a little bit different than that situation to me. Yeah. 
and I I loved Etienne for the last few years. I had him in, you know, Debbie leagues. I was heartbroken when he didn't come out for a senior season. And that's just, that's a whole other science thing. The, the butterfly effect it always is, is always an amazing <laughs> thing to me. Yeah. If Etienne comes yeah. out during his, you know, he doesn't go back for a senior season. Who knows what happens if urban Meyer, yeah. um, that doesn't, um, I don't know, get born. Travis Etienne doesn't get drafted in the first round this year. And maybe so he's funny. on another team and his list Frank is fine. It's just the butterfly effect is, is an incredible thing. It's an incredible thing. I've heard the butterfly effect before too, but I don't know if it goes all the way back to whether Urban Meyer was born. That would be the same thing. But uh, I'm a little less immediate. <laughs> yeah, that, and that, I don't want to. That's a giant judgment. butterfly. <laughs> I don't want to pass judgment on Urban Meyer as a human. Like if he should have been born or not, I don't know. That's between him and his God. I'm just oh saying, God. for fantasy purposes, for fantasy purposes, it probably would have been better. If he wasn't, because then Travis Etienne would have got drafted to a different team, and he likely would not have gotten um, a Liz Frank's brain. There is another universe in, in the multiverse. There's another world <laughs> where Travis Etienne right now is um, – he was picked by the Dolphins in the second oh. round, and his Liz Frank is fine. So, <laughs> I like that right, world. Yeah. I like and that And he was world. drafted last year instead of this year. Yeah, Also yeah. that. I mean, that's a different planet. So, you know, there's all these – possible outcomes that could have happened. Unfortunately, we live in the worst possible timeline <laughs> for Travis Etienne, and that's what we got stuck with. But if you could, you know, just jump on into another world, into another dimension, there's the Travis Etienne on the Miami Dolphins. Maybe a second year. Maybe he would have gotten drafted there, too. If, if you really want to expand that, I'm sure there's other really bad timelines for Etienne than just getting a Liz Frank injury. Um, but yeah, I mean, in the grand the cosmic scale of things, right? You That's know, what I'm it, saying. There's a lot worse yeah. outcomes that could happen. Um, Being a, than the first-round NFL draft pick that gets injured. Yes, there, there's – Probably worse. <laughs> he didn't become the, the quarterback of the Houston Texans, for instance. <laughs> which was I good. still think basically <laughs> what I'm trying to say is this is all Urban Meyer's fault for being born. So I can't blame it's his him. Parents yes. fault for, oh my god! For uh, what's the word I'm looking? Uh, fornicating with one another and creating Urban Meyer. Hey, but he did make the decision that you wanted. What two weeks ago or three weeks? Whenever we did the show, when you wanted him to finally say who the starting quarterback was, he finally made the right decision that you were I waiting don't even for. Want to talk about the fact that he even pretended that was a competition <laughs> like come on dude this isn't this exactly isn't, yeah this Never isn't pop warner it. football where like you know we're making the kids earn their job i think the fact that he was drafted number one overall pretty much told everyone that it was his job there's yeah. really no reason to go through this stupid nonsensical stuff that urban's been doing and um it came out and it's been coming out actually but it came out in a recent article the last couple of days that most of the team hates uh, the things that Urban Meyer is doing because he's trying to run it <laughs> like a college coach. Yeah, and exactly. as we've talked about before, there's a pretty big difference between college football players who were paid under the table and full grown adult men. You can't treat them the same. Multi-million dollar contract. You cannot treat them the same. They are not going to react accordingly. Just like in any other Just profession. give them a free car and pay their tuition. Yeah. I mean, but, but so anyway. But that's interesting, though, because we, you just said we've talked about it before, but I don't recall really talking about it too much in the past. These, these big deal star college coaches that come into the NFL – 
they they don't normally live up to what happens in college, and then don't they end up going back to the college ranks after a year or two? Um, for the most part, yeah, but and most of it is because they can't adjust. I mean, look, the NFL, you're an alpha male if you're a head coach, right? Obviously, but if you're a college coach, you also there's a you're like that asshole beat cop, like you trip <laughs> off power. And that's part of it. Like they trip off the like, it's a good feeling to them to be like, oh, I could pull your scholarship. You know what I mean? Like you can't really do that in the NFL. Like you can't go to Shad Khan and be like, you know what? This, uh, this, uh, this, uh, what's his kid's name? Sunshine. Um, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, you, can that up. you can't go to Shad Khan and be like, hey, you know what? I think this Trevor Lawrence kid needs to be taught a lesson. Let's let's go ahead and bench him for eight weeks. Like, not gonna happen, dude. Not gonna happen. When you said Make the beat, like men. When you said the beat cop thing, I thought of the premiere of uh Walking Dead. I don't know if you watched it this week. Oh, yeah, that's exactly where I got it. I just that's watched a, it today. That's what I thought. I, I watched it today too. So I don't I, even want to get into the whole how they've ruined Negan's arc. That's a show for another time, but anyway. Yeah, but uh, that was my first thought when you said that. And then when you mentioned Tony Khan, I just thought of CM Punk, which is awesome. Hey, by the way, Michael Jr. and I are now, I guess, all elite. We just bought tickets uh, in October. We're going to two shows, two weekends in a row. We're going to AEW in Orlando and AEW in in, uh, Miami, which is awesome. Um, But yeah, no, 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 I I agree with you with all that stuff. The, The other news, look, you have some... Something else here that's not really that big of a news story. But the next one after that is the Sony Michelle trade to the Rams. I mean, I think that's a way bigger story than what you have written here. Uh, what do I have written? I have something about whether Jamar Chase. Uh, is... Well, we'll get we get to that. Back yeah, yeah. To that. But the Sony Michelle thing seems like a way bigger story. It does until Sean McVay came out today and was like, yeah, nothing's really changed. D- Daryl Henderson's still going to be our primary back. Like, I think he's going to have a big season. I-, I think what it has changed is the perception in fantasy players' minds, right? Like, w- if you didn't believe in Daryl Henderson before this, you're certainly not going to believe in him after Sony Michelle's been pe- traded there, right? Did either um, one of you two guys believe in Daryl Henderson? Jeremy, did you believe in Daryl Henderson? Not a whole lot, but I believe even less in Sony Michelle. <laughs> so, oh, really? Uh, so don't you, we all? I mean, well, do we I mean, really no, expect Sony Michelle to take that job? Come on, man. Yeah, there's, I'm there's, with you, I think. There's a pretty good contingent of people. I'd say it's split half and half that are telling us, well, this means the Rams don't believe in Daryl Henderson, which is possible, but it could also mean that the Rams had Xavier Woods and Jake Funk as the second and third back on that team. You know what I mean? Like, that's not ideal. Like, I, I, their names are fun, but that is not an idea situation um, when, you know, you have a starter, Daryl Henderson, and then the backups are Jake Funk and Xavier Woods. <laughs> I love how you right. say their names are. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Sorry. Whoa. Bless you. I love how you say their names are fun. That, 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 that's funny. I didn't even think of that. Uh, I'm looking Yeah, for- you kind of expected them to bring somebody in at some point. And, you know, there were running backs available and things happening around the league with players getting cut that, you know, uh, probably deserve an opportunity somewhere else. Um, JV and Hawkins, but you know, on their roster, they, they didn't have Adrian Peterson or Frank Gore. So they, you know, or even a Peyton Barber, they just didn't have a guy that could like do, you know, basic stuff even. So I kind of suspected too, that they would bring someone in. I had no idea it would be Sony Michelle for crying out loud, but I honestly, 
well, what happened to Sony Michelle? It's like he got hurt and he just never he never played ball again. Um, just never lived up to expectations. I don't know if he will. What is he like? Thirty six now. Yeah, twenty uh, five. It's funny. It's funny <laughs> yeah, that you yeah, say that too, because uh, first of all, I was hoping it would be girly, but obviously that pipe dream's never going to happen. Get him back. I, he's yeah. probably pissed at the Rams. I don't I, think he's I, ever going. I, to I really wanted again. it to be that, but the, you know the Javian Hawkins thing when you made that comment. I mean, he just got cut yesterday, but he did. Oh, but yeah, he yeah. did sign with the Titans today. So. Yeah. Uh, Apparently was tearing up camp today. Um, for the I, I want to see. He was tearing it up Henry on the first right day next to Javian Hawkins. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what Atlanta's problem day, right? was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, he he's tearing up camp in Tennessee, um, catching passes left and right. But for whatever reason, it didn't work out in Atlanta. I cut him in multiple leagues, only for him to be signed the very next day. <laughs> Yeah, I saw you drop him. Gun. I, I I had him in my home league, and I didn't cut him yet. But I did see <laughs> in a lot of my leagues he's on the waiver wire now. Yeah, but uh, uh, no, I don't know. It, it's just really interesting. And then it's funny when you say the thing about uh, McVeigh saying no, he's not going to be. So what did they give? I don't remember exactly. What did they give up to get him in the first place? A couple late round picks. Um, let me look it up. Were they like conditional picks or late round picks? Was it like a fourth round pick or something? Yeah, one's a conditional that can turn into an exchange. They get, no, oh, they're not conditional. They get a fourth rounder, right? Yeah, they get a 2022 sixth rounder and a 2023 fourth rounder. All right. See, those are. Those aren't even good trades in dynasty football. Though, <laughs> football. I was going to say. But it's Sony Michelle. I heard a real interesting um, story today on Sirius NFL where they were talking about the whole Bill Belichick thing and about how amazing coach he is and how he can make adjustments during game. But his, his history of draft picks <laughs> and Terrible. trades are just really bad. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Um, so even getting these picks, you know, you don't have a lot of hope for them. But you know what is funny? We we talk about having all these different trades on here, but we can combine both news stories into one with the Travis Etienne. I still can't say it right. And, yeah. and the Sony Michelle and Daryl Henderson one. And it wraps all yeah. into one of the trades that Shane made. Trade alert. Yeah. Right before it happened, right? Yeah, literally. Like, I think it was 15 minutes before the trade, I think. You're like a soothsayer, bro. Oh, my yeah. God. It's so awesome. But what is the trade and how did it how did it go down? So, you, I, you know, I made it known, obviously, in all the chats that uh, Travis Etienne was now available due to the fact that um, <laughs> he can't run. Um, and you know, our buddy Scott Connor being the opportuni- opportunistic, oh, uh, shark that he is, it smelled was blood in the water, sent me an offer. I thought you were going to say prick for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did. I called him an opportunistic shark. I was just trying to say lightly. Well, that's um, different than saying prick. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he, he made me an offer and basically what it worked out to is I got Daryl Henderson in a 2023 third. I already didn't feel super great about that trade. And then the Sony Michelle trade happened. But now and but now that I think of you know, now that now that I've had a day to to, to think about it, to digest, um, I'm like if Daryl Henderson isn't gonna hit, it's not gonna be because of Sony Michelle. You know, if Sony Michelle is what's stopping you from hitting, 
you weren't going to hit anyway because Sony Michelle is really not that good. I don't want to hear about his yards per carry. Get out of here. I don't want to hear about the run that he had in the playoffs three years ago. He's just frankly not that good. There's a reason that the Patriots have moved on from him, you know, two two years after they drafted him in the first round or three years after they drafted him in the first round. So, yeah, so I got Henderson. I, I probably sold a little light on um, ETN there. I probably should have pushed for a second um, and Daryl Henderson, but – Look, it's a it's a team that I believe is built to win now. It's a, a returning champion of the world, and I'd like to see if I can two peat. But what do you think, Jeremy? What do you think about that trade? I don't really like it. I don't love it. I I would rather. Well, I, I definitely want in that trade Travis Etienne. Yeah. So I guess yeah, that's the side I want in the trade. See, and, and a lot of times you can talk yourself into being okay with a trade after you make it, you know? <laughs> so, uh, and you just never know, especially we've talked about it so many times with the, on this show and everything about running backs. You just, you just don't know, you know, I'm in, I'm in a, uh, in a, in a free agent auction right now in one of my leagues that there's a few people in there that we all know, but I just keep grabbing uh, running back, rookie running backs for a dollar in the free agent auction, and people are letting them go through it on the twelve-hour clock because really? I, you just have no idea. We have a ten-person taxi squad that mine's empty right now, so I just keep putting one after another rookie up there, and I'm just gonna stick them on my taxi, and hopefully, you know, in week twelve, something sticks. Playing, yeah. you know. Um, but at this point right now with the way running backs are, I am completely jaded now after my love for Todd Gurley has totally screwed me. <laughs> so, uh, move on. Move I, on. I, I can't, I can't, I can't move on. Um, but you know, we did have two other things here on the news. Wait a second. Ryan Tannehill has COVID. Well, he's on the, yeah, yeah he was he vaccinated too. He was vaccinated, but, um, and apparently the Titans actually have a pretty high vaccination rate, but unfortunately, yeah, but you- I, I don't understand it. I'm not a scientist. I believe it's kind of like sperm, right? Like if you wear a condom, <laughs> one of them can still slip through and somehow make it past. And no, 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 no. Listen, next thing I, you know, you're paying child support for 18 years because you can't get a paternity test. Oh I think that's God. how COVID works. I don't think that's how it oh works at all. The, the vaccination. Wow, <laughs> you really supposed, you went off the rails the on vac- that one. The vaccine's supposed to make it so that if you do get COVID, you don't die. It's not to stop you from getting COVID. You can still get it. You just won't have it as bad as if you did Pretty sure that's vaccinated. incorrect, but none of us are doctors here, so. <laughs> I well, don't think I, I think I think my thing is way closer than we your sperm should. thing. Well, I think what we should do though is at least put a little disclaimer here: is like, please don't follow us for medical advice. Okay, that's true. But I didn't know that he was on the COVID IR. So is he on the COVID I mean, IR for I- him having COVID or for him being uh, around somebody that did have COVID? No, I believe I believe he has COVID. Oh wow! Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. And then you know we're going into the final weeks of preseason. So 
My understanding is the way preseason works this year is we have three weeks of preseason, and then instead of that fourth week of preseason, everybody yeah. kind of has yeah. a bye right. before we go into week one, correct? Mm-hmm. Is that how they worked it out mm-hmm. this year? Mm-hmm. All right. So with a lot of teams, the way they're doing their third preseason game is similar to the way a lot of teams were doing their fourth preseason game in the past. Mm-hmm. But but one of the things on our news sheet here we have is that Joe Burrow is going to get significant snaps in the final preseason game for the Bengals, correct? Yes. <laughs> so fucking talk about it. You put it on the show sheet. I just handed you a plate of what, what you're supposed to talk about and then talk uh, about it. It's just a news blurb. I mean, it's good, right? We're happy that he's going to step on the field. We're happy. That's a good thing, I guess. Um all right. Well, Joe Barrow, Joe Barrow uh, is going to actually play in the third preseason game. Is that what you said? Yes. Fourth, whatever. So <laughs> he's going to get to play in the third and then no he'll sit out the fourth. There, there is, is no, no fourth. fourth. <laughs> oh, my God. No one will play in the fourth game. <laughs> what what season is this? <laughs> so, no, no. I mean, it's good. He's going to he's going to step on the field. Um uh, hopefully Jamar Chase will be a little more confident in trying to catch passes from someone that's not trying to get him throwing him hospital balls in the preseason, um, as opposed to the last game when yeah Jamar Chase might have pulled up on a, 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 a pass because you know he would have gotten absolutely eviscerated if he made the reception. Um, so I'm excited to see it. I mean, like Joe Barrow, he, this is going to be that high powered offense that we're dreaming of, right? We got T Higgins. Uh, Tyler Boyd, Jamar, oh, and Chase, T. Higgins. Don't get me uh, started. I can't Joe wait. Mixon. I mean, uh, who's our CJ Uzanzama? Uh, <laughs> I know everyone's excited for him. So it's going to be pretty cool. Um, Did you say Hushmanzada? No, no, no. <laughs> Uzama. Yeah, I the tight end. I'm just messing with you. No, I definitely yeah. called him. I combined the two names. <laughs> I'm going to be interested just, and I hope we see it early, just roll him out and let me see that his mobility is still there. Okay. Let, yeah. me make, let me let me see that his mobility is there. So let right. me let me say this. We we have a topic on the show sheet about quarterbacks, uh, and we were going to talk about that tonight. But we also have a number of trades on the show sheet too, based on players. And I know that you wanted to talk about Jamar Chase. You had concerns about him. So if you combine the concerns about Jamar Chase, the fact that Burrow is playing, and you have trades with Chase and everything, are you first of all are you going to watch the game? Are you going to see what happens with Chase, or are you going to read about it the next day? Well, I'm not like Chase. So I'm going to watch because I want I'm going to put the eyeball test on Joseph Barrow. Right, see what Barrow looks like. Um, so yeah, that, that's going to be a game that I actually watch for a little bit because, and, and I've seen the starters in most every other for most every other team right in the yeah. preseason except for Dak Prescott because of his uh, shoulder. But I've seen starters for just about every other team. I've seen what I needed to see. I just I want to see Barrow. I just want to make sure that, you know, basically he's not gun shy, that he's not afraid to take off when given the opportunity, um, that he doesn't just crumble into a ball of mass, you know, a crumpled <laughs> mass humanity. Um, that was the title two weeks ago. All right. Yeah. Well, look, we do have some Jamar Chase trades. We'll get to that maybe or we'll end up doing that on the Patreon show. But let's talk about the topic that we had. You're just talking about the quarterbacks right now. We have this topic about who, which quarterbacks are going to play. I think pretty much if anybody listened to the radio today, every top of the hour story was this quarterback has been named the starter. This quarterback's been named the starter. This quarterback's been named the starter. So, Jeremy, I don't know. 
how familiar you are with everybody that was named today as starters, but which one of the people with the Teddy Bridgewaters and the Trevor Lawrence and stuff, which one are you the most excited for that was announced today? I can't say I'm excited about any of those, really. Um, you know, for me, the quarterback dilemmas is, was something funny and, and something that I keyed on because some of them seemed silly compared to others. Like, you knew Trevor Lawrence. You knew Trevor Lawrence was going to start because they didn't have anybody else really good enough to unseat him or keep him off the field. He's the first overall pick. I mean, it, it seemed very unlikely. I mean, Zach Wilson's going to start for the Jets, right? I mean, there's <laughs> many other quarterbacks that are going to start. It was just so unlikely that, you know, I didn't buy into that at all. So of the things that we've seen, I thought some were more interesting than others. I, I think it's funny that the Broncos bring in Teddy Bridgewater and people are like, nah, Locke's going to start. I mean, they brought in Teddy Bridgewater, who's a bridge quarterback. He seems to have done well enough to f- – be announced as the starter i mean drew lock no matter what you think of him could you possibly believe he's a starter material the team keeps telling him he's not indirectly they're telling us by doing that that he's not starting material so you have to move on from that denver's mistake is not getting a good quarterback like the other teams did it is trey lance and and all the other rookies this year it is amazing over the years with John Elway there that they can't get a quarterback in there right shane i saw you shaking your head what were you shaking your head for just, you know, just what Jeremy said. I mean, Drew Locke lost a quarterback competition to Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell people. And, you know, look, I don't think he's <laughs> I don't I don't think he's done for this year. I think he'll definitely get a chance to start again because, frankly, Teddy Bridgewater is not that good. <laughs> right. but, he's a bridge quarterback. Yeah, I don't think. But so. Yeah, Locke couldn't beat out this quarterback that I don't think is that good. Yeah. So he's also not going to be that good. So, <laughs> I mean, th- this is, this is you know, this is what happens when you, you bet on a quarterback in this second round. Um, yeah. Second round quarterbacks don't generally hit. This is why we go nuts. This is why we do go crazy for the Trevor Lawrence's, Justin Fields, and, you know, Zach Wilson's, and even Mac Jones. Because, look, the, the hit rate is better. Uh, um, first round quarterbacks and they're less likely to give up on those guys after two seasons. You know, if, if Drew Locke's a top five pick two years ago, are they bringing in Teddy Bridgewater to compete with him? No, no. they're letting him work through it and he's not. And he was and to your point, given, given the history of the league and even like a team like the Patriots, as soon as they drafted a first round quarterback, everybody should have already been on that player, no matter who it was. Yeah. I mean, you know, Knowing what we know now, it, you know people overlooked that a, a, a lot more than they should have. But just any whoever they drafted at that point, it was a telltale sign that you should have drafted him in rookie drafts. You know when you and, you had the chance. That's why, and that's why you know as much as I didn't want to in a couple leagues when faced with the decision, going I could get Jamar Chase, who is the wide receiver one of this class, heads and shoulders, or I could get Mac Jones, who is my own. QB4 and you love Mac Jones. Jones. Right. You love Mac Jones. <laughs> and then, you know, bite the bullet and you take Mac Jones. Well, that's funny. Well, I, I, first of all, I want to say I uh, thank you, Ruben, one of our Patreons, who acknowledged the fact that I made some good trades back in May when I was giving up uh, fab money for Teddy Bridgewater and some of the trades I did. Uh, so I was happy about that. But so there's a couple different things when you look at this, this announcement, like what do we expect from somebody like Judy and Sutton and Fant? And then what are you guys willing to get for Locke now that he's not the starter? I mean, well, what, well, what's going to happen 
all the way around with this whole situation. So how low would you go for Locke? Like, are you taking? I'm trying to move him right now for Bridgewater, straight up. (laughs) I don't don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think that's gonna happen. First of all, I love how quickly you said that, Jeremy. That was freaking awesome. So, (laughs) would you take a fourth form? Superflex, obviously, we don't care. In Superflex, in Superflex, I'd rather hold on to him than take a fourth. I mean, Teddy can get backup quarterback. Teddy can get hurt, or who knows? You know, how about a third? Agree. You taking a third? I'd still rather have him than a third. Oh, so if someone offered you a third, a fourth, and let's say, I don't know, twenty percent of the Fab budget. Well, that's different. Now you just added Done. three. Di- <laughs> I was going to say, now you just added three different pieces to get Give one. Give me the money. Yes, Show exactly. Me the money. With, when you're talking about I'm three just, different I'm, pieces, yeah. Let's just say if someone, if someone offers you a third, a fourth, and $200 of a $1,000, you know, the, your fab budget is $1,000. Yeah, I think, Sold. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I would do it too. Sold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was say. it the fab? It was the fab that did it, wasn't it? <laughs> Hey, look! I got, baby. I, I got tw- I got I got Teddy in a couple leagues for Fab. If you remember back in May, and I think I one of them was a hundred dollars. That was good. <laughs> look, on a thousand dollar budget, or on, exactly yeah. on a thousand dollar budget. It was awesome. Good work. Yeah. And this is you know this is a good time to remember that the listeners always try to get some Fab thrown in. Absolutely. The worst thing that can happen is they say no, or you if you get it, <laughs> don't spend it, whatever. And if you lose the trade, it makes you feel better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least, yeah. At least you got money. You turn around and get some players like, look, HQ won. Um, <laughs> I wish I had more Fab because I was outbid for Tony Jones uh, this week, who I didn't know existed two weeks ago. I was outbid oh for Jarrett Patterson. Um, I, and- by me. Yeah, so some additional fab <laughs> would have been great. So yeah, don't don't be afraid to trade for fab, folks. Dude, in HQ one, you you got to pay for a cadaver kidney. I mean, like you really yeah, but even pickings out there. Honestly, hey. even in HQ three, even and even my non HQ leagues, there was leagues where I was like, man, if if I had more fab, I would, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I was, I could have bid higher on this person. Um, <laughs> yes, and if you didn't spend it, wait, Jeremy, if you didn't spend it all on Josh Adams, Josh Adams, <laughs> Josh Adams is two years ago. Move on. I know. I know. I just love saying that. Never going to live but, that. But, all right. Down, but so what do we think about, like I said, what do we think about Judy and Sutton and Fant? I mean, do we, do we, do we knock them down? Do we get rid of them? Do we worry about them? them? What do you think of? I obviously don't get oh, rid of man. him, but I mean, do you worry with Teddy there instead? Uh, He's accurate, man. I, I think for a while th- that's fine. They need to get a real quarterback in there for those wide receivers to pan out, but I, I'm encouraged by Bridgewater being there for those wide receivers. I think Shane probably did his homework and knows what exactly happened in Carolina <laughs> under Teddy Bridgewater's tenure. Do you think, do you think Shane has those numbers? <laughs> so, let's see. We had... For the to you know three that was so awesome, Jeremy. That lob over to Shane. (laughs) He supported three top 30 wide receivers. Now, (laughs) do we want the wide receiver 26, 27, and 29? I mean, no, we want the wide receiver one, but it's not like the wide receivers on that team actually, you know, up and died. They were still very productive. They were still wide receiver threes on your team. Um Two of them saw well over 100 targets. Uh, Robbie Anderson saw 138. DJ Moore saw 118. And Curtis Samuel would have seen 100 if he could have played 16 games, but instead he only played 15 and saw 97 targets. Um, I like how you blame him. You're like, oh. yeah, I don't. You know, what it does do is it, what does concern me 
is the lack of touchdowns that Teddy has thrown throughout his career because, you know, that's an easy six points for, for your, your fantasy roster. Um, but I don't think he's going to be by any means he a death knell to, to these players because, frankly, he can't be worse than Drew Locke was last year. Are you sure? Um, no. Okay. Because I, I, I don't think he will be. <laughs> he I, I'm, sure. I'm happy with it. I, I'm very happy with it. But you know what's really funny? We spent a lot of time, was it last weekend when I was in the hotel room, talking about Javante Williams. What do you think? Yeah. You know, we, we just mentioned the wide receivers, but how is this going to affect the running game there in Denver? Uh, I don't see much of a change. I mean, we still don't know if Javante is going to be the starter there because everything's coming out as Melvin Gordon right now. Woohoo! But when he had, and I'll say this player is inferior to both of them, um, <laughs> Michael Davis is vastly in- inferior to Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. He saw, I don't know, a lot of targets. Let's look that up. <laughs> Mike Davis. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so Mike Davis saw um, – Jesus Christ, he was inefficient as hell. I was Mike Davis say, yeah. saw 70 targets um, last year. So I, I think we can expect, and on 59 receptions, guess how many receiving yards he actually had? It's pathetic. Uh, 373 yards. It's so funny. I was about to say 300 yards. and something. That's what I was about to say. On 59 receptions. You're wow. just useless at wow. that point. But anyway, um, Melvin Gordon's a much better receiving back than yes, Michael Davis is. has ever been. Oh, yeah. So will Javante Williams be. So I I don't see – there's no downgrades here, right? Okay. I don't think so. No, that's great. That And that was my question. I just was wondering for people that are listening whether they should be concerned with all the offensive players other than – I mean, you, if, you're, if you're going, obviously, if you're going you, on the premise that Drew Locke sucks, then, yeah, they should all be better, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. Drew Locke is very bad. Um Fun fact, um, it's <laughs> pathetic, but you know Teddy Bridgewater threw for 15 <laughs> touchdowns last year? Yeah. That's pretty. Yeah. That's a pretty sad number, right? It yeah. is, But yes. he didn't start the whole year, though, did he? he yeah, he did. Um, the whole year? So, yes. He missed one game. Um, and by the way, that was his career high. <laughs> was it really? Yes. Well, so yeah, but, you get, but, he, but he was also hurt all those years. He, so, he had two, yeah. No, but he had two full – yeah, last year was his third full season where he started. He's thrown for 14, uh, 14, and 15 touchdowns. Sometimes okay. you, that's just what you are. So yeah. I wouldn't expect him to explode for 30 touchdowns. Um, In his rookie year, did he start the whole year and score 14 touchdowns? Yeah. Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah, he's just never been – he's not very – he's not – what's the word I'm looking for? He doesn't have a lot of uh, moxie, uh, gunslinger in him. <laughs> That's not who he is. You know what I mean? He's not going to take I, shots. I want him to go back to Louisville and throw like another 40 touchdowns. I'm, this uh, pisses me off. Was it, remember there was so a much time out of him. people were tanking for Teddy? Remember? <laughs> tanking yeah, for yeah, Teddy yeah, 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 yeah. That it? was a thing. Dude. I remember yeah. here in Miami it was tanking for Tua, but, um, you know, so we have these other teams that have the two-quarterback situation, and, of course, we always seem to come up with some kind of discussion with Jameis Winston. <laughs> did, did they finally make a decision there in New Orleans yet? No, but Jameis and Marquez Callaway absolutely eviscerated uh, who they play, the Texans I, the other night. And I put this on the show sheet before that happened because I wanted to toy with Mike with Taysom Hill some more because uh, he has no business being the starting quarterback on any team. No, but, uh, I 
fucking hate Taysom. Oh, I just said the <laughs> F word. I hate Taysom Hill. But you know what's so great? I love Callaway. It, it, I have been yeah. able to get him for like nothing in like every it's league ridiculous. I'm in. So all those times, Jeremy, you know how like we talked about how I, I, I went all in on my. Michael so Thomas. You're, you're trading Last him, couple, right? Well, well, right. Wait, I'm sorry. Are you comparing? Wait, real quick before we go any further, just yes. so our listeners don't stop listening to us. You're not comparing right. his Callaway to, to Michael Thomas. Right? Absolutely not. That's no, not what I'm the, doing. No, he's what, replacing him right, with Michael Thomas. Yeah. What I'm saying is, Jeremy and I had this conversation, which you were actually there at the time as well. I but I went all in on Michael Thomas and so many startups two years ago, and then everything that happened that went wrong. So what my point was was that I was grabbing Callaway in a lot of leagues for nothing literally nothing and I'm not saying that he's Michael Thomas I'm saying that at least I have him in those play- thank you Jeremy for everybody me. was looking at Traquan and, uh, Smith Mike Sipes like you know it. what I'm going after Callaway <laughs> that's and, what uh, I that did. was smart dude uh, that I will never point. go after Traquan Smith so well I won't and after this was- <laughs> not after this preseason I mean although again it's only been the preseason we don't we haven't seen any real games yet but Mark has Callaway looked Hella good beating the Jacksonville Jaguars single handedly, just pimp slapping them around, making one handed <laughs> catches and, and yeah. diving receptions. And Jameis was just throwing on a rope. And let me ask you this, Michael have you tried to trade Callaway in any of your leagues? No, not yet, because actually, I, I put it this way. I have 13 leagues, all right? I have them in seven of those 13 leagues, and out of those seven, I've gotten them pretty much in the last two weeks. I've been Dude, able to get yeah. them in these leagues. So, no, I have not tried to trade them away yet. You might be surprised by how much you can get for them here in a minute. You know what I mean? Well, especially especially the way it's written on the show sheet right here, where it says, Jameis and Callaway the next Montana. Canada rice. <laughs> That's all shame. I mean, I did Canada put it in rice. A question mark. <laughs> Big shoes. Question mark. Yes. Yes. I mean, you know, just maybe. Just, Twitter was very excited with the Jameis to Callaway um, yeah. um, explosion the other night. Like Jameis, immediately questions started popping up. Like, you think you could get a first for Jameis? And I'm like, I don't. If you can, do it. Well, let me ask you this. When you say that whole thing about where you made the comment, you said where people are going to stop listening. Look. I have always been upfront with the way I think and the way I do my teams, and yeah. I'm happy with the way I do my teams. But I will say this. In one of the leagues I'm in, which is an auction league right now, when there is nothing, nothing on the waiver wire, and when you have like $100 in auction money, and I spent $50 today on Callaway, I was actually fighting four other people where they kept bidding up and up and up and up and up. But then one person wrote in the group chat, I can't believe Callaway's going for $50. Fine. But if there's nothing else on the waiver wire, what the hell's the difference? If you get an opportunity to get somebody that might do something for you for a couple weeks, it's worth spending the 50 bucks. And that's the market. I mean, look. Exactly. Do I want to bid whatever half of my auction budget that's left on Marquez Callaway? But like you said, he's the best player available. Yeah, I'm going to do it. What, what am I saving the auction money for? Because I'm guessing it's not bankroll. If it's bankroll, no. that's another thing. 
But yeah, it's use it or lose it. I don't care. I'll spend $107 on Callaway of my $100. Exactly. And I just thought it was really funny because in the group chat, somebody wrote, holy crap, Callaway's going for $52, you know? And so what? If I don't spend that $52, what am I going to spend the money on? I'm going to spend $52 on, uh, what's his name? Trey Regis, the (laughs) rookie running back from Vegas. You did. You've done that in a few leagues. I I saw that. Well, I did in $1,000 fab money Mm -hmm. in HQ1. Yes, I did, you know, but I also spent $10. So what? Uh Oh, we lost Jeremy. (laughs) Oh, he had enough. Trey Regis was the, uh, that was the breaking point for him. He just couldn't take any of it anymore. I saw you. Yeah. Are we still recording? Yes, we're recording. Yeah. Uh, I saw, I saw that you had uh, acquired uh, Trey Regis in a couple uh, leagues and I I am not going to lie to you. I looked them up. Uh Who, who? I don't. I don't know who this person is. Um, he is a real NFL player. So yes, good on is. you. Yeah, you, you won those. But but thank you. But but part of what that is, and you know, we don't talk about it that much on the show. But by the time you're right now, hey, Jeremy's back. By the time you're right now, you're getting ready to go into the season, and when you. <laughs> When you have rookie, when you have taxi squad spots left on your roster, I have no freaking problem whatsoever spending some of my fab to grab whatever rookies are out there just so I can fill in my taxi squad. Look, if I have to cut them next year, then I cut them next year. But who knows who's going to pop out of nowhere? You know, so if I could get these guys for $5, $10, $1 on a $1,000 budget, I'm going to grab yeah, you them gotta do and it. fill in my taxi yeah. squads, you know? Yep. Yep. Amen. wrong with that. And a lot of times I grab the same guy in every one of the leagues because if I hit, then great, I have right. them in all. If I don't, then I cut them in all, you know? Well, yeah. And <laughs> I mean, I think we all do that where we used to go to the MFL roster ship and now we go to the Dynasty Planet. Hey, Dynasty Planet, hit us up for a promo. Um <laughs> Yeah. Check out the roster ship, and you know that's the first place I go. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, uh, yeah, let me go see if this guy's available, and I'll go, I'll go pick him up in, uh, you know, however many leagues I might be in uh, that he's available in. Um, just because you're like, yeah, exactly like you said, if he hits in one league, well, great, he hits in twenty, even better. And yeah. If he doesn't, well, whatever, I drop him, and then we move on to the next flavor of the week. Exactly. Later. And especially at this point in the offseason when we're getting ready to start. So, look, we do have a bunch of trades here that we were going to talk about. Let's move them over to the Patreon show. Shane, you've already told everybody about our Patreon account, but please, if you want to, come join our Patreon account. We have a lot of fun. We have a lot of stuff going on. We, Like I said, we we're going to drop the audio to that Dynasty Nerds thing this week. But, Jeremy, tell everybody about our store. Or not. We do have a store. And it, yeah, we, we definitely have a store. What do you mean, or not? It, it exists. Because you, you literally hit mute right when you started talking. It looked funny, but go ahead. I I, I hit mute, really? Yeah. I don't know if oh, we're on wow. delay I again. I, I don't know. Myself, I don't know. <laughs> so tell everybody about That's our store. Funny. Yeah, it's uh, dthq.storeenvy.com. Uh, dthq.storeenvy.com. Com. And uh, you can find shirts, hats, stickers, mugs, all kinds of stuff. And stay tuned for some new things that me, Shane, and Mike have in the works. And check out our iTunes account at Dynasty Trades HQ. Give us a rate did, and review. Did that work? Yes. 
Give us a give us man, you really are on delay. So Can you guys hear me? Yes. So check out our iTunes account at Dynasty Trades HQ and give us a rate and review because everybody knows how much Shane loves that and Jeremy and I do too. And check us out on Twitter at Dynasty Trades HQ. And uh, we thank you for listening. And we are going to go do the Patreon show now. And looks like we lost Jeremy again because he's frozen. So instead of saying goodbye, everybody, say goodbye, Shane. Say goodbye, Shane. Hey, bye.